Hey, I'm Tyler with the Sports Stop. You're here to listen to me talk about sports, right? Okay, let's talk. All right, so let's get right into it. We had the Super Bowl 57 in Arizona. The Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles at State Farm Stadium, home of the Arizona Cardinals. And what a game. Honestly, what a game it was. Um, just between the game itself, the preparation throughout the week, the halftime show, just everything that happened in Super Bowl 57 just was a really good experience. Um, obviously, this week in sports has been absolutely bonkers between LeBron breaking the scoring record, you know, some of the stuff in the NBA with the trade deadline, and then you have all the storylines for the NFL, and then you have the Super Bowl. Just all the things that have come into sports in the last seven days has been crazy. So, obviously, we're here to talk about the Super Bowl. So let's jump right into it. We're just going to kind of go in chronological order. Um, obviously, I don't want to, you know, just bore you with stats because a lot of today is just going to be, you know, talk shows just talking about, oh, is Mahomes, you know, Mahomes the greatest? Is he going to be the future greatest? Um, Jalen Hurts, he had like four touchdowns. He played great. I want to give you more of my thoughts for, you know, future things and how the game played out. Not necessarily just bore you with stats and all those types of things. So let's just kind of go in, you know, chronological order. You know, let's start with the first quarter, kind of give it a little bit of a rundown. So the first quarter, it was all about the Eagles, to be honest. The Eagles, Jalen Hurts, they started out the game really, really well. The first quarter was just, it was mainly kind of a feeling out for both of the teams. That's how it kind of goes in Super Bowls. Each team feels each other is out. And then the second quarter, and then especially after halftime, that's when the scoring usually happens for at least one of the teams. So the first quarter is just kind of getting to the groove, kind of feeling each team out. So like, what the Chiefs were doing on offense versus what the Eagles were doing on defense. That's usually how it goes. And then the second quarter and so on and so forth, it picks up from there. So the first quarter, the Eagles jumped out to a decent lead. Um, Kansas City actually stayed in it, but Harrison Bucker, he shanked that field goal. He actually doinked it um, off the crossbar, or sorry, the the sidebar, whatever you want to call it, um, of the field goal post. So... Obviously, that was huge for Kansas City that they didn't get that. Um, really sucks because the Chiefs would have actually taken the lead. Um, and this game wouldn't have maybe gone a little bit differently. Uh, but anyways, Harrison Bucker missed it, missed the field goal. It wasn't like a long field goal or anything. It was just he just didn't really make it. Um, obviously, you had that crazy catch with A.J. Brown. It was like a 45-yard touchdown catch. Um, in kind of double coverage, kind of, sort of, um, against Trent McDuffie and Juan Thornhill. Um, what a beautiful throw by Jalen Hurts. Um, Jalen Hurts, he made a amount of s exceptional plays this game that, honestly, he played probably the best game of his career, if you're being honest. Um, obviously, Hurts was the first quarterback in Super Bowl history to have three plus rushing touchdowns in the Super Bowl, which is, is just bonkers. 
it's bonkers. Um, honestly, I think some of the storylines today is, obviously a lot of it's going to be on Mahomes and the Chiefs because they won the game. But I think Jalen Hurts, and this is going to be a storyline a lot today too, Jalen Hurts literally played the best game of his career. He played almost a flawless game, except for obviously he dropped um, the ball and that turned into a defensive touchdown for the Chiefs, which really swung the momentum in for the Chiefs. It really helped them out going into halftime. Um, obviously, Nick Bolton, he was a huge piece in this game. Obviously, he was getting pressure on Jalen Hurts all day long, got the fumble recovery for the touchdown. Nick Bolton was a very quiet piece on defense that had a killer game. Um, the Chiefs pass rush also had a really good game. Now, it didn't show up a lot in the sacks column, but they got a lot of pressure on Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was running quite a bit, and still then, Jalen Hurts was making a lot of good throws. He was making a lot of good throws. Jalen Hurts had a lot of good runs. So I think even though I'd say 75 to 80% of the topics are going to be on the Chiefs, I think Jalen Hurts deserves his props today. And besides that one play for the fumble recovery, and it turned into a touchdown, Jalen Hurts played a A-plus game. I would say overall, what, what would I give Jalen Hurts for a grade? I'd probably give Jalen Hurts like a A-minus. Obviously, you're not going to be perfect in the Super Bowl, but he played as well as he could have played um, in that game. So A.J. Brown, also, he came up to play. He had over 100 yards receiving. A.J. Brown had a killer game. Um, Devontae Smith made some big catches. Obviously, there's a lot of talk about the refs and, you know, that play at the end of the game with James Bradbury that essentially set up for the Chiefs to basically win the game. Basically just set it up. Now, I don't like Philly fans, honestly. I despise them. And this is me being as unbiased as possible. The corner that got held, James Bradbury, he was the one who got held. And he literally said it himself. I was holding, I was grabbing onto his jersey, and I was hoping they weren't calling it. For any fan that says that was a rigged play and they missed it, that is bull. Because if the corner that got called for holding said it himself that I was holding and I was hoping they weren't going to call it, then what are you going to say? Yes, I know it's the end of the Super Bowl. It's game on the line. Honestly, if they didn't call the holding and the Chiefs didn't get the first down, then this could be a whole different discussion today because then the Chiefs would have settled for the field goal. The Eagles would have had about, I think it was, they would have had one timeout left and about a minute and a half left. And I think they could have easily gotten in field goal range. I think they could have. But obviously, Bradbury got, uh, this, he got talked to about holding and that's what it was. So, for any Eagles fan or any NFL fan saying that it wasn't holding, the corner that was holding said it himself after the game that he was holding. He was just hoping they weren't going to call that little ticky-tack call. Now, this is kind of what is happening to the NFL, and I've noticed it a lot. 
in the last, you know, particularly two to three years, that the NFL is kind of becoming ticky-tacky with some of the calls at the end of the game. Like, this is the Super Bowl. They shouldn't have been called just because you essentially gave the win to the Chiefs. Now, I can say that, but also say it was holding. So that's just kind of my opinion on it. Honestly, you have that call um, last night against the Eagles, and then you had the call against the Bengals last year in the Super Bowl late in the game that gave the Rams another first down. So back-to-back Super Bowls, you're kind of having calls that kind of give one team a big edge at the end of the game. I don't love that, but I think that's kind of the way the NFL is kind of turning. Um, there's just nothing you can do about it, honestly. Um, one thing I do see a lot of discussion of, is the NFL going to kind of put a ban or really restrict the Eagles, um, what is it called, uh, QB sneak on third and one and fourth and one? I think, and I see a lot of people in the media talking about that should get outlawed and it should get banned. Do I think so? Yeah, I really do. Um, Just for the fact of, I was watching the game last night and every time I saw the Eagles go for the QB sneak, I'm like, oh, they're going to get it. They're going to get it. There's, There's no point. They might as well just give them the first down, reset the downs and keep going with the game. Because what's the point of forcing them to do it and they're going to get it and potentially injure somebody because that's how Jalen Hurts got injured with his shoulder. So I think the out, the NFL should outlaw that and ban it just because it's, it's not really an a NFL football type of move or a play. It's kind of some, you know, rugby wishy-washy type of play. I don't think that's what the NFL should allow. Um, now, I think they should be able to, you know, more or less allow a QB sneak, but I just don't think the way the Eagles do it is right. Um, but I think if you have the better offensive line and you want to go for a QB sneak, the NFL should allow that. But I don't like how the Eagles are set up and how they're setting it up to do it. I don't like that. So that's just my opinion on it. I saw a crazy stat the NFL showed last night. The Eagles were 33 of 37 on QB sneaks this season. So that's like a 90% ratio that they're getting it at, which is insane. It's insane. So I think the NFL, NFL should outlaw that and ban it, possibly, or at least ban partial ways of doing it. I think the NFL, if they want to make it right, they should allow certain formations to be made to do it. But I don't think any team should be able to, you know, kind of be in the formation that the Eagles were in. I think it's kind of not really NFL football type of deal. Um, But overall, what a great game it was. The experience was good. Um, The halftime show, it was pretty good. Um, LeBron was tweeting about it saying how Rihanna's got so many good tracks and songs. I was saying the same thing because going into the Super Bowl when they announced Rihanna was the halftime show, I was like, I'm not sure about it. I like Rihanna, but she doesn't have a lot of really good songs. She's like an okay artist for me, you know? And I'm not a big fan of there only being one artist for the halftime show. I think, honestly, last year at SoFi Stadium, that 
Super Bowl halftime show was the best in a long time. And what did it have? Multiple artists. So Rihanna being the only artist, I was a little bit, you know, sketchy about it. But watching it in, you know, in person, or not in person, but on TV in real time, I was like, wow, Rihanna actually did a really good job. So I think the halftime show was great. The overall experience of the NFL was great. It was just really good. Uh, the commercials, they were all right. Obviously, everybody's talking about the 2B TV commercial that was just blew everybody's mind. Everybody was freaking out. I was freaking out when I saw it in real time as well. Um, but I think it was a good Super Bowl, but it wasn't one of those ones where you're going to remember in a decade of, wow, that was just an overall great Super Bowl all around. So I think I think it was one of those ones where in five years, you'd be like, that was an okay Super Bowl. Um, wasn't nothing crazy. wasn't anything special, but it was a good one. So that's my overall thoughts on the game and just overall Super Bowl experience. Obviously, podcasts could be a little bit harder for the future just because it's the offseason in the NFL. We're going to kind of jump more into NBA topics now um, until some of the offseason for the NFL stuff starts happening. One of the things that's not getting talked about a lot because it kind of flew under the radar because of the Super Bowl was Derek Carr is basically just going to get released as he told the Raiders that he is not accepting any trades to any team because obviously Derek Carr has a no-trade clause. So that's just um, another piece I want to throw out. So hope you guys had a great weekend and have a great start to your week. Um, obviously, the NFL season is officially wrapped up, so we're just kind of waiting for the offseason now. And uh, yeah. Hope you guys have a good week and uh, peace.